Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is Leonardo DiCaprio the last movie star? Oh, the poor man. Well, we're not so sure. We have thoughts about Hollywood, celebrity, stardom, the golden age of Hollywood, and much, much more here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts along... Um, Lindsay is joining us today. Hello and thank you. Don't screw up, okay? Okay, okay. promise, but not no promise. pressure. Okay, All the okay. pressure. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, so ladies, uh, yes, specifically mm-hmm. Holly, Lindsay, I'll get to you in a moment. Okay. Uh, Holly, we were talking yesterday about uh, there was a piece in the Hollywood Reporter about Leonardo DiCaprio being sort of the last movie star. And you and I both sort of watched some critique of that unfold yesterday on social media. And we kind of spent a lot of time thinking about it ourselves. And it really was kind of a fun exercise to think about who Leo Leo is as an actor, what he represents, and what his career means for what we think of as Hollywood. Right. And what Hollywood is today. Yeah, exactly. And what Hollywood is today, one of the big things that happened yesterday in Hollywood, right at the center of Hollywood, at the TCL Chinese Theater, formerly Grauman's Chinese Theater, was the premiere of the new Quentin Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The movie had its L.A. premiere, star-studded affair. Many movie stars walking the red carpet last night, including the film stars. That would be Margot Robbie, Brad Brad Pitt, Pitt, and... Leonardo DiCaprio in their full movie star glory. It was a throwback event yesterday, which was fitting because Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a throwback movie. It takes place in nineteen in the late nineteen sixties in Hollywood. Maybe we should give a little bit of a background piece on why this is all. So it makes sense to me why all these things uh, are happening and the way they're happening. But yeah. for a person who maybe hasn't thought too much about this Quentin Tarantino film. Typically, I'm not a big fan of Quentin Tarantino films. I will say I have an interest in seeing this movie because of the time it takes place or when it is set and the events uh, that it surrounds, which uh, is a very specific period of time, not only in the history of our country, in the history of California, but in the history of Hollywood, and that's surrounding the Manson murders. Right. So this is a movie, we've been talking about it for a couple of years. When we were first hearing about it, a lot of people were framing it as Quentin Tarantino's Charlie Manson movie, which is not really the case. Yeah, the Manson murders and Charlie Manson do play a role in this movie. But as more information came out, it became apparent that this is Quentin Tarantino's uh, maybe I haven't seen it, but love letter to old Hollywood. So this movie takes place in the late 1960s in Hollywood. Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt 
play an aging movie star and his stunt double, respectively. And these two characters live next door to Sharon Tate and Roman Polanski. And so really the story is about these two guys who are on the brink of being has-beens in Hollywood and uh, their adventures in trying to navigate this new landscape of Hollywood in the late 1960s because... Back then, the studio system, the old school way of Hollywood doing business, you know, when you think of big movie stars like Cary Grant and mm-hmm. Betty Davis, Catherine Hepburn, well, that business model was dying. Essentially dead at 1969. It, totally. I'm assuming is sort of ground zero for this film, which, by the way, 1969 is a change, like not to get too deep, but it's a transition for so many different things, whether it's Hollywood, whether it's just our culture, our politics, uh, the history of this country civil rights i mean you name it judy garland passed away that that's also the 50th anniversary of um of gay pride so like there's a lot in that moment and i imagine that we will find out quentin tarantino is going to sort of take us into that time and moment which seems very um uh Pivotal? Transitional? Pivotal, thank yeah, you. Pivotal in, is the right in, word. in history. So all of that's happening in the movie. And so last night, we get the premiere of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right at the Grauman's Chinese Theater, where that's the place where the handprints are in cement of old Hollywood stars, dating back probably to at least the 1930s. It's actually a really cool place. So here we have this Hollywood premiere of a new Hollywood movie celebrating Hollywood Featuring what arguably could be some of the last quote unquote movie stars that Hollywood has to offer, Leonardo DiCaprio allegedly being one of them. Yeah, and the, the piece uh, in the Hollywood Reporter, if you want to read, I, I would recommend you read it, even if you don't think you have a um, keen uh, appreciation of Leonardo DiCaprio, because it, it his story represents, I think, just so much more, and yeah. it's far more fascinating than just any one particular individual, but the piece that came out that we talked about yesterday, or referenced, kind of is perfectly timed to this moment with the premiere of this movie, because the the piece alleges that he is sort of the last movie star of a particular era and age. And in a, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, the increasingly uh, expanding Marvel cin- Cinematic Universe, the DC Cinematic Universe, all these other sort of cinematic worlds that more and more celebrities are required to be a part of, I should say, actors and actresses are uh, are uh, required to be a part of in, in order to advance their career to a certain level of stardom and fame. That very much echoes an old, old, old studio system model from way back, which is fascinating because... While you would think in the year 2019, we've come so far from that old studio system that controlled actors' lives from start to finish and their celebrity, we are now almost coming back to, a, uh, in some ways, a very familiar, a very similar model because uh, Disney, for example, is such a controlling force in right, Hollywood. Right. Well, it is one of the controlling forces because when you think about it, so Disney, all right, here's what Disney owns right now. They own Disney. They own Marvel. They own Lucasfilm, which is responsible for the Star Wars franchise. Oh, and by the way, they just bought 20th Century Fox. So they own Everything that you've known that's labeled Fox, well, they don't own the news and the sports. That's split away. But, but Simpsons. It, but Simpsons. Uh, gosh, what X-Men now is part back part to Marvel. I mean, they own so much. So now it's the system that, like you said, Bradley, if, if you want to reach a certain level of celebrity and fame, 
as a person who is in the movies better get participating in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And because we were talking about this in the context history, we played a game like, is this person in a superhero movie franchise? Yep. And big stars are in these. And some of the last holdouts have continued to um, sort of join those universes. We've been talking about that in the context of Comic-Con and how Angelina Jolie, for example, will now be a part of that universe. Um, and you just see Selma Hayek and, you know, star after star. Because increasingly, if you want to advance your career, you have to play by their rules because they own an increasingly larger share. And I also think part of it is that movies in that uh, old Hollywood, golden age of Hollywood manner, occupy a smaller space. So the room is smaller for you to to be in movies um, at a large level, mm-hmm. right? So like in the you know previous decades, there were a ton of studios, right? right? Or at the beginning, there were a few big studios, right? And then there were a lot of studios, but then there was a contraction of movies and movies kind of fell out of favor and a lot of people have now moved into TV. So what remains is very few people making movies on the scale of Disney. Right. And outside of that context, which brings us back to Leonardo DiCaprio in that Hollywood Reporter article, they're commenting on the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio's movie career and his fame and the idea of him as a movie star lives outside of the context of this new studio system. Yeah, and it really, I think it's open for interpretation why and what that means and how it came about, but they do make the point that he doesn't have an agent, that he uh, is probably one of the few actors able to, you know, gross uh, a, a level of at the box office um, that is, you know, relatively unknown among other actors. Right. Like his name, Leo's name can get your butt into a seat. Yeah. And Hollywood used to be able to bank on that. Now, not so much anymore. But Leonardo DiCaprio, his name alone attached to a project will pique people's curiosities. And he's done it without attaching himself like a lot of actors have to these franchises, whether mm-hmm. it's superhero franchises um, or other sort of big blockbuster fantasy or science fiction franchises. The only other person I can think of that follows this model to some degree, and I think probably less so in the sense because there are a number of franchises under or uh, in his career, and that's Tom Cruise. Because yeah. I, I feel like Tom Cruise is one of the other few people that could get you into a seat, although I would argue less and less so. Right. Well, and he even has to rely on old franchises and the names of the franchise the Mission Impossible movies. Like, when you go and see a Mission Impossible movie, you know what you're going to get. You know that you're going to get spectacular stunts, a little mystery, some thrilling excitement. Also, he's doing Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. That completely relies on your nostalgia for the 1980s movie. And Leo is no, it, it, it's so fascinating and I wish we could spend more time because um, I have uh, lots of questions. But again, Leo is is no different than any other person who started out. I mean, he was doing, you know, television sitcoms. He was on Growing Pains. Yeah, he was on Growing Pains before that. I mean, he did what every other actor did. He commercials. Was in commercials and um, publicity photos and things like that. So, um, you know, maybe as we wrap up this conversation, what do you think that means for um for his particular career or for hollywood that you know he is singularly um a sort of a unicorn yeah well i think it's interesting coming back to the once upon a time in hollywood premiere i think that hollywood really is almost nostalgic for this idea of movie stars and the kind of cultural 
uh, power that they used to have. And having Leonardo DiCaprio, the lone movie star, quote unquote, being on the red carpet last night representing your movie that celebrates this idea of Hollywood that doesn't exist anymore. Hollywood doesn't know. It's trying to evolve in the Marvel way, in that way, and trying to be relevant in 2019. But at the same time, it feels like they're almost kind of mourning the loss of this idea of what a movie star used to be. Yeah. And Leonardo DiCaprio kind of represents that. And it's so far removed from because what a movie star used to actually be didn't actually exist for very long. Yeah. And it was a very specific period of time. And most actual movie stars would have tried to fight against it. People and we talked about this, like Betty Davis, who, you know, were felt controlled and, and manipulated and used by the studio system and they were fighting to break free from it from it. So while we sort of look on it with a healthy on days glaze uh, you know it's true um i think the people involved probably don't but today uh that machinery is probably just as annoying to some celebrities as as we might think it's you know works to their benefit totally all right well we could continue this conversation we probably will when we come back though we're going to talk about some other celebrity news of the day and i think our good friend elizabeth reese is going to join us she sure and here with all the news you can handle or not it's elizabeth reese (laughs) it's a dirt alert time i have some britney spears news i have lots of britney's Britney's story. She's kind of popping and popping lately. So she sparked some engagement rumors because she was on the red carpet with her boyfriend, Sam Eshgari, and she was wearing this ring on her left ring finger. I mean, newsflash, if you wear a diamond ring on your left ring finger, maybe you don't believe that that signifies a marriage, but to the rest of the world... It appears that you're engaged. You're getting people talking. You're getting people talking. So she was um, on the red carpet. She was at the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood premiere last night wearing this diamond ring on her left hand. And they shared photos of the event on Instagram, but did not address the diamond ring on her left hand. And Brit Brit, um, you know, she she doesn't look her best. She just doesn't look together. She doesn't look like she's doing well. So, That's, I mean, yeah. there's something off, and I am not, this is not a shaming situation. This is not anything about, it just, when you look at her, you get, you know, you can see a friend, you get a feeling like, oh, I see her, things aren't great with her. That's how I feel every time I look at her. You're absolutely allowed mm-hmm. to. I mean, this is, uh, you know, she shows up on the red carpet just a couple months after being hospitalized. I think it's fair to like sort of pay attention to how she appears in public because, um, you know, we're not, I don't think probably getting the whole truth. You know, and if you're walking on the red carpet of one of the biggest movie premieres of the year and you're wearing a ring on that finger Mm -hmm. and you're walking out there, maybe not looking your best, people are probably going to be asking a lot of questions. It's just everything about it looks like mismatched. Like she's got this mini dress on. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That everything, it feels like everything is too much. It's the shoes are these... They look kind of dated. She's got this dress with this choker necklace that doesn't seem to go with the whole Don't thing. You it the, just you feel like the hair, her, the hair isn't good. You feel like it's just not 
well done. Well put together. It's yeah. Well I feel like there's together. nobody styling her. There's nobody, you know, helping her through this moment. No, that to me looks like Britney Spears styling herself because she always wears. She's kind of country. Stuff. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. She's kind of, you know. Backwards. Backwards. Yeah. yeah. So, which is fine well, if that's sure. who she is. But there is a disheveled quality to her. Yes, that's what it is. Of late, that sort of... And I I wonder if the ring was an attempt to get people focused on something other than the vacant stare in her eyes. I don't know. But anyway, in other Britney news, Lance Bass is talking about Britney. This is kind of an interesting little story. He says he told Britney Spears he was gay the night before she got married in 2004, two years before he publicly came out, that um, so he was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen saying that she was one of the first few people to know about his sexuality following her extremely short lived first marriage to Jason Alexander. Remember her friend, not Jason Alexander from Seinfeld back in January of 2004. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said it was the night that she got married the first time in Vegas to Jason. So I went to, up to Vegas to kind of see the craziness that was happening. And she was a little bit upset once she realized what she had done because, you know, it was a funny thing. Their marriage lasted 55 yeah. hours and yeah. she had a an annulment done. And then she started like really crying and she was so upset. And so I took her to my to her room and we were sitting on her bed and she wouldn't stop crying. So I was like, I'm gay. <laughs> and it made her stop crying. She chuckled. <laughs> what a weird. Thanks, Lance. Thanks, Lance. And it made her laugh. Oh, I'm so glad oh. that. I, don't, uh, what? I mean, what is this? Is can this somebody an, reunite in sync for the love? Because Lance Bass needs some attention. Something. Was it something? To was do? it like his perspective then that like she was in a bad place, so he would tell her something troubling? I, I mean, was that his? That's what yeah. it feels like to me. It was like a Weird. sort of like a you are in a bad spot, so I'm going to tell you, you how bad I'm gay. How bad is it for me? <laughs> 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 like, Oh, that's exactly yeah, I don't know. What, that's exactly it, how it feels. I mean, the only yeah, thing Lance Bass has feels. right now is is well, and he doesn't even have that. The Brady, the Brady. No, he doesn't house. even have that. Oh, and in other Britney Spears news, I don't know what's happening today, but it's all over the place. So I'm just going to go with the flow, and I'm just going to take what the universe is giving me, and I'm going to give it back to you. Thank you, Jamie Lynn Spears is the top story on TMZ right now. Britney's sister, because she's apparently in talks with Nickelodeon for a Zoe 101 reboot. Lindsay is jumping up and down. I yep. thought somebody was. On, or something was on fire. In Are the, you okay over there, Lindsay? <laughs> I'm the just really room. excited. Yeah. It's been 11 years since that show wrapped up. Lindsay is clearly younger than all of us because she's part of that demo who watched yeah. that show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but a lot of these Nickelodeon classics, like All That and Blues Clues, are getting a new life, just like everything that we once watched is coming back again. Mm-hmm. And I guess she's been talking with executives about the show. It's not a done deal, but she would be back in the lead role, but with some major changes. So it would um, follow... Zoe's life in Southern California 10 years later at the age of 28. So fascinating because really, and, and I know how much we complain about this now, but this has been going on forever. This always I mean, has happened. Of, like Lucille Ball was trying to get shows into the 90s. Oh, she, the, her the last show 80s. was in the 90s, yeah. I think, wasn't it? It was in the 80s because she died in the 80s, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> but but, that's but this has been going on. To put it in terms of children's show, think about some of the things that maybe we watched as an older millennial, uh, like Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. You know, that was repurposing old characters and making them into Ch- something Ch- new. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, right. So, you know, Disney has been doing this for quite some time. Well, Life guys, with and- Lucy, 1986. She died in 1989. Wow. Thank you, Holly. Way to go. You know, it is the truth, though, that that is just human nature. I mean, 
retelling stories in a different way is human nature. Have you ever heard the story about baby Jesus? It's been told so many times. What? What? Never get sick of it. Everybody hears it. (laughs) Over and over and over. Yeah. I mean, yep. that's that's just... Are we doing a Jesus remake? How'd that happen? They, there's always a Jesus remake yeah. all the time. Brad Pitt uh, thinks that one day he will wake up and organically be done with acting. He says he enjoys other things. Yeah, he'll be dead. That's the organic... One day, his film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Leonardo DiCaprio and Margot Robbie is debuting in theaters this week. So that's what he said. Oddly, it's the first Quentin Tarantino film I'm looking forward to. Mm, Django Unchained was good. Till the end. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. <laughs> Thanks. For all the latest from Hollywood as per usual. When we come back, we're doing the 30-second pop culture challenge. If you want to play, 651-64. Will she or won't she win the 30-second pop culture challenge, that is, here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live, doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. We also got an app, and if you download the app and register to win this month, all month long, but you only have a few more days, you too could win a whole big fat tank Oh, gas. Right, Holly? That's right. Tank a day giveaways happening until the end of July. Oh, that's only about a week away. So you're going to want to go and download the app, register, and then you could have an opportunity to win $100 to fill your tank up. Whatever tank you want, just go to mytalk1071.com for details. Now for an opportunity at another winner, let's play this. 30 second pop culture challenge. Uh, Lindsay, who's on the phone today? That would be Kate. Kate's on the line. And Holly, what is Kate playing for? She's playing for a pair of general admission tickets to the My Talk 1071 Cat Video Festival Thursday, August 8th at CHS Field. Kate, are you ready to play? I am. All right, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. The Moon Man statue is given out at what awards show? Uh, MTV Music Awards. Lance Bass was a member of what boy band? NSYNC. Who is Kurt Russell's significant other? Uh, Goldie Hawn. Don Draper is the lead character on what drama Batman. series? Who plays Black Widow in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, uh, oh gosh, um... Her first name is something on your body. Carlos Yes! You got it! Oh my God, that I was thought very no exciting. Way Kate was going to get it, but you got it, Kate. You Congratulations. Did. Kate, <laughs> way to go. Hold the line, Kate, so Lindsay can get all of her information so you can go to the Cat Video Festival on us because you won today's 30 second pop culture challenge i am just i feel like she should get bonus points for being able to figure out my hint i couldn't even what what did that even mean <laughs> yeah scar I, oh. oh scarlett johansson you're talking about her johansson Oh, hello. You gotta turn, you your, gotta mic turn on. your mic on if you wanna play. If you're gonna have salty things yeah. to say. Yeah, All I right. thought you were a professional. <laughs> He's used to pushing other people's buttons, That's not true. his own. That's true. Um, so, anyway, congratulations to Kate. She did win. If you wanna win tomorrow, you can play the 30 second pop culture challenge, but only at 12 30 and only on the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Now, let's get to the reason why Ryan is in the studio with us. Yes, our very special guest player on Blinded by the Item this afternoon is Ryan from Donna and Steve. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Halls. Hey. Repeat opportunity. I don't mind being your sloppy seconds, guys. Hey, Anytime. You want me to come on. All right. All I'm right. going to write that Thank down. Thank you for being our gossip man witch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So. <laughs> I don't know what that means, and I'm going to quickly move on. Man witch. Man, I haven't had a sloppy no, joke I in a know long what man witch oh. means, but I don't want to. What is. Anyway. I'm going to stop my mouth and let Holly do her thing. Here we go. Okay, so Bradley, 
Ryan, Lindsay. We've got some celebrity gossip mysteries to solve in the form of blind items. And I have your first blind item here. Mm-hmm. Try to solve this mystery. Speaking of drugs, they are pretty much a constant in the life of this former almost A-list, mostly movie actress turned escort. It is what has television producers so nervous. I would be worried about a whole lot more than that. So you guys need to think about a former almost A-list, mostly movie actress turned escort. Mm-hmm. Like a real mm-hmm. escort? Real escort. Okay, is this an obvious... Yeah, I okay, feel like so, it is. So I feel like I know who this is, but again, because Ryan is playing the special guest role, I want to let him think this all the way through. Is this somebody who recently just went to a different place to do some TV? Yes. Okay, so it is who I think it is. So Ryan... A different place. So you, a different place. Former A-list, mm-hmm. mostly movie actress, yep. but... She has done TV and will be doing TV again yeah. in the near future. Oh, it's Lindsay Lohan. Oh! oh ding, ding, ding. But where does it escort? Oh, well, right. what? Am I missing something? All right, read oh. the blind item and we'll talk. Children, we have much to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of drugs, they are pretty much a constant in the life of Lindsay Lohan. It is what has television producers so nervous. Now, I would be worried a whole lot mo- about a whole lot more than that, just the drugs. Producers should be worried that Lindsay Lohan is going to be doing something other than drugs in Australia while she is a judge on The Masked Singer. Yeah. So, okay, Ryan, let's take you back. So, Lindsay Lohan, obvious previous mess, Mm -hmm. right? We talked about her struggles. Mm -hmm. But then she went to Europe. And one of the things that is alleged in blind items to have happened while she was in Europe is that she became a, mm, what shall we say, high-paid lady who is kept by expensive rich people. Really? So, yeah. A yacht person? Yes. yes. Oh, good use of the term yacht. <laughs> yes, thank you. So that she, she does the yachting. Really? Which means she takes money from very wealthy men. You'll remember for a while she was dating the son of a Russian oligarch. Yes. And things got physical. That Russian yes. oligarch. Remember yes. when Lindsay Lohan got onto a fight with that guy on the beach in Greece and mm-hmm. they were yelling at each other in London? That didn't obviously end mm. well for her. And then she fled to Greece. Yep. Where she hooked up with, oh, there were, the, I can't remember the guy's name that's responsible for the club that she ended up using for her TV show. And then that that was on MTV, and that got canceled after one season. And now she's off to Australia mm-hmm. to do the next season of Australia's Masked Singer franchise. Right. And by the way, the Lohan Beach Club is no longer occupied. It is now in ruins in Greece. Oh, yeah. and you can visit. I think there's the one in Athens still, but the one in Mykonos is the one that would they essentially just set up for the purpose of that series. That's yeah. where the viral video came from as well, from her dancing. Yes. 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 yes that she liked. Yes, we did. Colleen and I did a dance. <laughs> so you can see the Parthenon and then Lindsay Lohan's oh, yeah. abandoned yeah. beach club. It's not yeah. the exactly. first time those two have been mentioned in the same right. sentence. <laughs> ancient ruins. Hey. So speaking of Lindsay Lohan's ancient ruins, do we have another blind item yes. to go over? Okay, yeah. awesome. Right. Good job, by the way, kids. All right, here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Try to solve the following. The talk show host told her producer she was only addicted to booze and pills. She left the whole Coke thing out, though. The show would end in a second if video came out of the host doing Coke. Would it, though? Because I think I know. You this look one's like, easy. Oh, oh. This one's easy. Oh, wow. Do it. It's Wendy Williams. 
Ding, ding, yeah. ding. Look at you, Come professional. <laughs> Let me fill in the blank All for right. you. So Wendy Williams told her producers she was only addicted to booze and pills. Wendy Williams left the whole Coke thing out. The show would end at a second if video came out of Wendy Williams doing Coke. Now, here's why I think that Wendy Williams, if that indeed is the case, and if the video came out, that there would be concern because Wendy Williams is going on a summer break. Mm-hmm. They're filling her time slot during her summer break with a new test show mm-hmm. by Thirsty Thirsty Jerry O'Connell. Oh, God. Oh, Jerry God. O'Connell just can't well, stop. He still exists. Yes, and uh, they have given him... He's been trying on everything, including <laughs> but not limited to Wendy Williams, because you'll remember he was also doing... He wanted uh, the... Uh, what's her name? Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa and Ryan. Is he right. still married to... Uh, um, Rebecca Romaine. Yes. Mm. So Jerry O'Connell has a new test talk show out this summer called Jerry O. And he is really excited about it. I watched the promo last night. Of course. So Wendy Williams, if that came out, I wouldn't be surprised if producers were like, well, you know what? We've got Jerry O'Connell here and he's ready to go. I just wonder in this day and age, just seeing a picture of Wendy Williams doing coke, you know, if you're a drug addict, you're a drug addict and people won't be surprised by the depths to which your drug addiction will take you. And I wonder if people wouldn't be as sort of turned off by an image like that Mm -hmm. as maybe they would have been five or 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. That's like jaywalking in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, I kind of, yeah, but, but it's also a daytime talk show. So, you know, you're dealing with advertisers um, to a daytime TV crowd, which are far more conservative than say, you know, the late night crowd. You're not wrong. (laughs) All right. Good job, yes. Ryan. We have one more. Come yeah, on, sure. one more. Okay, let's let's do, do one more. All right. So this one's weird, and it's old Hollywood, but it just is so ridiculous that I thought I'd bring it here to our blind item section. So listen to the following and try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery. Old Hollywood, remember. All right. Up until his death, this permanent A-list singer slash actor who was in a very famous unofficial group was the biggest donor to the Church of Satan. The Church of Satan? Satan? <laughs> yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's it? That's it. So we want a permanent A-list, A-list singer, singer. Slash actor. Slash okay. actor who's now deceased. Yes, who was a member of a unofficial group. That An should give you a hint. Unofficial. Ooh. A singer first. Ooh. Uh, a singer. This person, an overall entertainer. Now, there's a couple people who have been mentioned, but all of these people are overall entertainers. Lindsay has her hand raised. Yes. Frank Sinatra? Could be. Oh. So that's a buzzer. Well, no, because there it's are several names. It's a mild ding. About. Mild right. ding. That specific right, good. member of Think that. Think of but who what's else? what's the unofficial group with Frank Sinatra? Rat Pack. Oh, the Rat Pack. <gasps> Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis. Who are we talking? Sammy Davis Jr.? I mean, maybe all of them. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Jerry Lewis was not in the Rat Pack, though. Oh, he wasn't? No. He was just like a hanger He was just on? Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis before yeah. that. Mm-hmm. They were a comedy duo. Uh, the blind item says that I don't know. Maybe one of the members of the Rat Pack was the biggest donor. Well, okay. I thought Sammy sure. Davis Jr. was Jewish. That's not the Church of Satan. No, that so is not. Dean Martin. I don't know his religion. No. Was he Italian? So maybe Catholic. Maybe. Probably not a Satanist. I really no. want to say Sammy for some reason. 
Sammy Davis I thought I've heard of that rumor before. Really? You've heard a rumor that he was in the church of Why? Satan? <laughs> For some reason, that's ringing a slight bell over here. Uh, and you know I guess what? anything's it possible. Be, it, could be, it could be Joey Bishop. He was also a member of the Rad Pack. Okay. I don't know. NT Lawyer says, is on to something Interesting. Here. Old Hollywood gossip. I do love me some old Hollywood. Um, church of Satan. Is that isn't that still a thing? I have no idea. Oh yeah, Satan's still around. <laughs> oh yeah, I got Lindsay. What do you know? Everything's still around. What do you know? I watch a lot of documentaries. I was going to oh, say, okay. are you going to meetings or something? Okay. Not this week. Very All right. Good. Well, thank you very much, Ryan, yes. from the Donna and Steve show. Of course, anytime. And uh, thank you, of course, Lindsay, for contributing. And of course, Holly, thank you for those brilliant blind items. Now, upon our return here on the Colleen and Bradley show. We need to head to Instagram because there are some people, mostly celebrities, that are making us scratch our heads. Oh, celebrities. They're just like us. They post on social media and we wonder, what the heck did they mean by that? Well, we got to get to the bottom of uh, one particular celebrity's post in just a moment. But you are listening to Colleen and Bradley here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts today and Lindsay at the board. Colleen will be back next week. Now, ladies, yes. um, we need to talk about Lindsay Lohan and specifically a couple of posts most recent. Should we start with the mm, audio experience, audio visual experience? Yeah, that's the one that was posted first so this was posted a couple of days ago and we were talking about Lindsay Lohan in the previous segment she was the subject of one of our blind items that blind item saying look producers of the masked singer down in Australia need to be worried about more than maybe Lindsay Lohan's alleged drug use well in the meantime before she uh, makes a hot mess of herself she is down in Australia and she's trying on Yet another accent. Oh, so not good either. let us listen to Lindsay Lohan's attempt at uh, talking in an Australian accent. Okay. G'day, mates. I'm here in Australia. <laughs> G'day, That's mates. it. That's it. That's literally <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. That's her. G'day, mates. Right. She's into the air kissing thing lately. So that's Lindsay Lohan. Good eye, Mike. Good eye, Mike. Now, we are not one to criticize other people's Australian accents, mostly because we can't do them. And I speak for myself only, although I imagine neither of you are good at it either. I don't think Americans are very good at Australian accents for some reason. Beer. Wallaby. Beer. Okay, but can you like do a sentence? We went and got the crocs down in the down the river there. Crikey, I'd like some beer. Yeah, I mean, just, I want to applaud what? you guys. I really do. I that, think you're great, and I want to encourage you to continue to be creative and be yourselves. Shame that us, that's said, fine. I don't know that uh, that would win any uh, awards in Hollywood. But no, it wouldn't. But, but the, Australians, it's weird, right? Because Australians can do really good American accents. Yes, yes. But I just—that's a hard one. I know, and Lindsay Lohan just proved it right. There. I might, although we did learn a, va- a very uh, valuable trick. Uh huh. If you want to say. Uh, um, what is it? Razor blades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In Australian, our blades. Say rise, rise up, up lights, lights. And when you say rise up lights very fast, it'll sound like razor blades in Australian. You can play the home game. Try it. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. 
Say it faster. Rise up lights. There yeah. it works. Lights. Rise up lights. Rise up lights. Maybe we need to send an Instagram video to Lindsay Lohan, oh, encouraging think, her to yes. work on her Australian accent. Because we shall do this. We, she will like yes. it. Between she will like Lindsay's. it. There we go. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. But go. because we know that Lindsay Lohan one likes accents, because this isn't the first time that she's oh, tried on so another weird. accent. She was, she was trying to do. Uh, I don't know what like refugee or like what was the the accent she was trying to do i don't even think she knew it was some or kind greek? of greek turkish middle eastern russian oh, turkish i think it was the, turkish, yeah, turkish. when she was in turkey oh yeah didn't she give people energy drinks and she was trying to give refugees <laughs> like energy Syrian refugees re, um branded energy drinks yeah the energy drinks are called Rise Up Lights. That's what that's uh, it is really it's, tragic. It's crazy. Among so. other things with Lindsay Lohan. Okay, so that was just sort of like a, you know, a, a little, nothing throwaway. A like she's nibble. in Australia. That's not so bad. Yeah. But this one today, um, or actually I think it was yesterday, wasn't it? Four no, this was just four hours ago. Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. This is what did I say, Brittany? No. I'm just saying Lindsay Lohan, comedian. Oh, yes. Lindsay yes. Lohan, comedian. Okay, so she posts a photo on Instagram. If you're just joining us, by the way, we are trolling Lindsay Lohan's Instagram mm-hmm. because it's so delightful. There is a picture, presumably from a weather report, and it shows Europe and different temperatures, presumably in Celsius, because otherwise that would be like wintertime. Mm-hmm. There's a heat wave going across Europe currently. It's hot. It's very hot. It's warm. And the caption is as follows. We must pay more attention to global warming. Here's a thought. If you need a new friend, start talking about global warming. It's a real icebreaker. Will she be here all night? I hope to God not. Icebreaker. I love talking to random people on the street and say, Hey, are you aware that the polar ice caps are melting? That's the first thing out of my mouth. It's a real icebreaker so it's a Lindsay thing is what we're saying so yes exactly yeah what the exactly what the i just like of all the things to insert yourself in you're gonna use climate change climate change (laughs) as a source of humor when people i just kind of feel like right now people are not predisposed to laugh at climate change yeah it's hot in europe right now dangerously so but Lindsay lohan wants to provide some comic relief for you that because this shows two things: one, that she's a global citizen, and oh, that she's yeah. she's paying attention to what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. She's paying attention to issues like global warming, and two, she does have a sense of humor about it. <laughs> Icebreaker. It's like you know, if you need a friend, start talking about vaccines. Oh, you never know what'll happen. It's yep. a real shot in the dark. <laughs> I mean, I could but, write um, these for her. Why don't you? Again, I, we need to help Lindsay Lohan in her Instagram content. One, we're going to teach her how to use an Australian accent properly. And two, if she's going to write bad jokes about controversial issues, well, we will help her out with that. And too. she does know how to get people talking because 36,550 people thus far have engaged this particular image. And it just makes you wonder why, why when you're Lindsay Lohan and you can have a, a platform on a level like this, that that's what you choose? Like, I don't know, I'll tell global warming jokes. <laughs> I'll give them. Anyway, yeah. don't forget, Lindsay Lohan is coming to a TV not near you, unless you live in Australia, because she will be on the next season judging panel of Australia's version of The Masked Singer. She's going places. She is really going places. Lindsay mm-hmm. needs the Parent Trap reboot like Paris needs... Air conditioning, because apparently it's 41 degrees Celsius, 105 in Fahrenheit. I did the math. 
That's a lot. That's hot. So, and Holly, just really quickly, because we yeah. don't have any time, but um, why is it that Lindsay won't be doing an acting job anytime soon? Uh, well, gosh, do we have time to talk about that? Not really, but I would imagine it has to do with insurance rates. Oh, yeah. She is... She's a liability and a mess and a mess. Thank you. Sorry. I I know we had no time. All right. When we come back, we're having a conversation about a celebrity who's been kind to you. Do you have any stories about celebrities being kind? Six, five. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.